Hoy, kumain ka na ba? April is Filipino Food Month, fam. So, in this episode, come to the table and join Cece and Father Raj chat about some of their fave foods, discuss what is special about Filipino food, and dig into an iconic Filipino breakfast staple. Corn salog, corned beef, garlic rice, and eggs. Mm, set up. This is Filipino and fed. What is up, CC? Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Keep celebrating. Keep celebrating. I'm so happy because, well, okay, it's Easter, so like, obviously. But Easter fell in to this long-awaited month that we have been anticipating since we started this podcast almost a year ago. Yeah, totally. It is Filipino Food Month, the month of April. There it is. I'm ex- I was excited too because you know Easter, uh, get to celebrate. Uh, I get to eat meat again. So Filipino food hallelujah. with meat. Hallelujah! Oh my gosh! Oh gosh! Which can you uh, which like, uh, hallelujah means went? like or luya means ginger in in Tagalog. So it's like oh, it's like it? a foodie. It's like a <laughs> it's like an Easter <laughs> but foodie kind of uh, thing to it. Hallelujah, luya. <laughs> That means uh, ginger. Like, so I was gonna say like in Greek or Latin or no, in Tagalog. <laughs> I'm like I didn't realize that word had a um, what does ginger have to do with? Yeah, with Hallelujah. The, okay. the Easter. Yeah. Okay. It that brings food sense. to life. There you go. Sure does, and people. You know, ginger That's shots. True. Oh yeah. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> I'm super excited because it's Filipino Food Month. A lot of people um, and listeners have been asking when are we gonna talk about Filipino food. And well, this whole month we are going to talk about Filipino food. Yeah, we got we got podcast episodes. We've got stuff on our social. We're going to be doing some live streams. So I'm excited. I'm super excited. Do you want to launch into this taste test? This is going to be the first taste test for of the Filipino foods. Well, I mean, we had pandasal, so that's Filipino. But you know sure, what I mean? Like sure, this is the yeah. first Filipino food taste test for Filipino Food Month. Yeah, let's dig in. What did you have? What did you want us to do today? Okay, so we are doing the most Filipino dish <laughs> that you could think of the most traditional Filipino food found in all homes in the Philippines, in all of the over 7,000 islands. We are eating corned beef. Corned beef. <laughs> that Filipino staple. Filipino staple. Corned beef but That's i guess we'll talk about it uh, about how like you know I mean, where filipino staples come from the, where filipino food comes from so like m- many people might think corned beef why is that filipino and maybe we'll you know people might even argue that it's not filipino i will argue it is quite filipino and um we'll we'll, we'll, we'll speak to that in a little bit but let's get into the taste test enjoy this deus munchie review deus mr <laughs> 
Oh my, okay. Now, yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'll show you mine first. And, you know, of course, corned beef and rice. I have not mixed mine yet. And I go for the Hereford corned beef trapezoid. Only the trapezoid. I don't get okay. the circular can. I don't get the no, trapezoid shape with the funny key. That if you lose the little key, can't open it anymore. It's done. It's just done. Hereford. Hereford. And I have two sunny side of eggs. You got two eggs? And two with the garlic salt. Oh, man. And my white rice. Go make some eggs, bro. <laughs> no. For our listeners, CC showed up with eggs, and I didn't show up with any eggs. And um, and I'm disappointed. <laughs> I should have made some eggs. You have time. What kind? Okay, so what kind do you have, though? Did you get okay, Hereford so, trapezoid? Um, so I have here Hereford in my pantry. I could make... Um, I can make the trapezoidal um, corned beef if I'd like, but um, but I went with uh, oxen palm. Um, Who the what? Oxen palm is an Australian brand of corned beef. So your Hereford brand of corned beef is Brazilian, which is uh, hilarious because I, you know I noticed I you know that, that when I was at Seafood City picking up my food. Oh yeah, I was like. And then there was like so there was the Brazilian. There was also the um, I can't remember the name of it, but the art. There's one from like Argentina. Okay, so Argentina is actually a Filipino brand. No, it's not. Yes, they package. Is it really? It, it is. It is. But but the, because I think there there's some roots. That's to, so deceiving. Yeah, but there's a connection, right? So Argentina used to import a lot of beef to the Philippines. It used to import beef all around the world. That's why Brazil has lots of corned beef, also. Uh, but. I've got Australian. There's also, um, I think, um, some New Zealand corned beef. There's other brands of. Uh, so there's, I know you like the Hereford Classic. It's great. I enjoy it too. But I also there's lots of other corned beef styles um, that I like. But go ahead and dig into yours, and you can do your taste test. Let, let the leaders know. Oh my gosh! So I did mine with some green onions and mm-hmm. some tomatoes and some garlic, and then what I like to do is take you know the runny eggs. Put that into the rice. Yeah. Just, you know, splash it all in. I actually have a, a glass of orange juice, which I had to pour right before recording because it's essential. Because this is breakfast. This is breakfast for dinner right here. This is the Filipino version. There you go. The Filipino traditional breakfast for dinner. Man, we're getting some ASMR from your slicing up of your <laughs> oh, egg you? and your mixing. No, it's great. It's good. It's fine. But you are so attacking that egg. Dude, this is so good. There we go. First bite. Mm. Oh, that's so good. What is corned beef? I don't even know. Father Rogers is going to explain that, but oh my <laughs> gosh, it's so good. Some kind of beef. Uh, I will explain it in a second. Yeah. So um, beef and corn or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, not at all. But that, that's fine. I'll explain it in a second. Um, oh my gosh. Well, hey, I'll explain it while you're eating because you're eating, and then I'll explain it, and then this I'll, is I'll my taste dinner, test mine. By the way, <laughs> yes, so I'm just gonna keep eating. <laughs> yes, so corn beef um, is is beef that's done in the process of corning, right? The the technique called corning, and um, to corn something is is to cure it with salt rocks. Those little salt rocks were called corns before, like little kernels of salt. Um, so that's where we get the term corn beef. So salt curing beef brisket is the traditional. Um, 
uh, corned beef, and then you then you cook it like a regular Irish um, Irish style corned beef and cabbage. We just celebrated St. Patrick's Day, so um, that's what it means to have corned beef. Now, corned beef in the can, and we'll get to some of that history maybe in a little bit. Uh, corned beef in a can um, that was a, a way to preserve, right? So, canning a food once you've corned it, and then you preserved it in its own kind of gelatinous fat, and then you seal the can. And, you know, preserves it for a long time. I was just looking at the can of my oxen palm before. I cooked it and I don't know when I bought this one but it's good till like 2025 so you know it lasts in case of a nuclear emergency corned beef keep us alive yeah and and deliciously so Mm. right Um, oh my gosh this is so so uh, it's it's brisket beef brisket cured with salt yeah secured with salt and then and then um, boiled like a long time oh and then boiled okay yeah um and then so you have this nice tender and like so you're you're hereford you get so hereford this is my own opinion now so hereford is going to be a little bit more um kind of shredded and minced yeah and like so mm-hmm. it just kind of ends mushy. up being like these really really mushy kind of um things oh, which which I, I don't mind the texture but like so um when you get some other corned beefs and you can get even argentina has like different styles of this um you can get them in different textures but like so like when you get to like brands like palm or oxen palm or um libby's libby's is more like hereford so it's just kind of like libby's is yeah um, pomana mixed one too i saw which i've never seen yeah i don't i don't know if i've ever tried that one but but like so these other brands from like australia um new zealand they have they're more kind of like chunky meats like if you took like an irish corned beef and you were breaking up parts into it and then mixing it to your rice, you're gonna get like strips and i think argentina has a chunky version what i like about that is what is hereford i saw the circle it was in a circle oh they, they have a chunky version it's hereford a has circle. A chunky? Oh. i was like oh maybe i'll just try the circle and then it said chunky and i was like nope yeah <laughs> so I like that every now and again because it actually like I don't know I like the the taste of the fat and I like it actually gives me a little bit more texture when you cook it and you get it crispy. So I never so I I never cook wet corned beef uh, what we would known as wet corned beef with like um, tomatoes. Yeah. So like, oh, like so like tomatoes, it? potatoes, and then sometimes add people add water or chicken stock potatoes. or something. You never had corned beef with your potatoes? Oh, Wait, mom, like is that a Filipino food? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're adding corn. So you add to, and you just do the same thing mixed with your rice. So when I make corned beef myself, I'm always making it dry, like I'm showing you here, um, and with onions, garlic. I like it dry and then mix it with like a moister rice or a soft rice. I like those combinations of textures. Now, but I, I said I don't make um, uh, wet corn beef, um, but I, I enjoy wet corn beef. Um, I just don't. I never make it because it's takes a little bit more work and everything yeah. but um but my mom makes it and I, I i love to eat it if i'm eating wet corned beef i eat it with um chicharron on the side and i did Ooh. this i told <laughs> i've told you this before i use like chicharron as a spoon for ramen well i've also used chicharron as a spoon for for my wet corned beef That's and rice a dip there right it is it's great yeah i'm gonna dig into this oxen palm corned beef um with um some garlic fried rice mm. some onions mm. all right here we go Mmm, so good. Again, I dig the the texture that that you get. I like it when the onions are you know caramelized, and I use some um, uh, yellow sweet onions. I like that kind of little play on the fatty texture, Ooh. and then 
the sweet onions and um it's it's a great bite i wish i did have an egg i wish i cooked an egg but um because it's just gets all that. they're still time. maybe later after we finish recording um, you know what's funny okay so i don't know if you had this experience but like okay i grew up eating corned beef uh-huh. I was little. It's probably one of the first foods I had because it's just so easy to eat. But I remember when I don't remember what the heck grade I was in, but I was I feel like I was probably like older than I should have been when this happened. But I I went to like, you know, the St. Patrick's Day corned beef and hash feast or whatever. Uh-huh. And I remember the food coming out and being like because I was excited, you know. Mm-hmm. Corned beef dinner. This is this is where it's at, and it came out, and I had no idea what was happening. <laughs> you know, I'm like, uh, uh, what is it? It's like, because like in my mind, like corned beef is a Filipino food. You know, uh-huh. and then you realize, like, oh my gosh, like it's it actually like other cultures do corned beef. We probably got from someone else, and it's like I'm eating. Yeah, it. and it's like so different, and like I don't. I mean, hot take, but I don't really like corned beef like, mm. and cabbage because I'm so used to eating it. Like, I think it was one of those things, like, in my head, this is what corn, this is authentic, traditional corned beef, you know? And then it was yeah, just yeah, so yeah. shocking to me that there was, like, other, I'll eat it now. I do eat it now. Sure. But I, you know, but I'll, I'll say one funny thing that. about that. No, I don't yeah. crave that corned beef. I'm like, I'll eat it on St. Patrick's Day yeah. or something, but I'm not, like, rushing to the yeah, store to make that. I think I think when done well, I really enjoy it. I do crave it for St. Patrick's Day, but part of that's nostalgia and, and everything. But um, that style is definitely different than, than what we're doing because those that's served as like a whole piece yeah. rather than um, rather than uh, you know served as a dish that you mix with rice or you know for some folks a little a soupier dish. Yeah. So it's yeah, you're right. It's totally different. Um, but I do know Filipinos who who will um. Uh, who will go to a St. Patrick's dinner and bring their own rice so then they can eat their Irish-style corned beef with rice. They do it for crab feeds also. Um, so um, they bring rice to their, their crab feeds, but it, it's great. That's and, you so know, it, Irish corned beef is going to be um, similar to, like, you know, uh, nilaga, because especially when you have the cabbage and then you have other vegetables, it's like mm-hmm. nilaga without, without a... Um, without, like, soup, though. Without the soup, yeah. Should have so soup it's, somewhere. Uh, Leave it in the pieces pot. of beef go cooked. The, you gotta go back and get the pot they cooked it in. <laughs> just the there. salty water. That's all it is. Oh, salty it? beefy oh, that's water. True. Yeah. That sounds really yeah. good though, because now I just pictured the laga. Yeah, because they don't they don't they don't put bones in there when they do the corn beef. Oh, that's you know, right. It's, so just it's like not a, it's not really a broth. It's just really true. like a. It's just it's just this salt cured meat that they're they're cooking. So. Um, but yeah, that's corned beef. You know, and and you're asking, okay, well, how you said we must have taken it from them? And, yeah, like and, how did I was um, going to ask you what? Sure. How? What? What is this all about? <laughs> yeah. So in the early, um, uh, and and I actually just listened to a podcast episode of this, um, Simon Majumdar's uh, episode. He he was speaking mostly about um, spam, uh, which we've talked about in this episode, but canning meat, right? Um, and it became popular and in, in like. Uh, the early uh, 20th century, so 1910 and all that stuff. And, and um, But canned meat was often seen as um, a luxury item, actually. Mm-hmm. Even when it got to the Philippines, like canned meat was more of a luxury item first. Um, and um, they would call um, – actually, uh, corned beef was also known as um, carne norte or norte carne. Um, oh, I've heard that. Uh, 
Yeah, because they would call um, Americans uh, Norte Americanos. Um, and um, so they associated uh, corned beef with uh, Americans because uh, it was only the Americans um, who could afford it. And they would eat it, um, uh-huh. uh, you know, sometimes as patties, right? They would cut off a slice and then um, and then fry it up as like a patty. Mm. Um mm. Uh, but they would eat it like we do too, over rice or over something in, for breakfast and and whatnot. Uh, but then it became more popular um, over the years. You know, people started, uh, especially with the with the war, um, uh, the Second World War. Uh, soldiers, uh, American soldiers in the Philippines, they would bring it. Um, they would also bring it themselves, knowing that they you know they want to be able to ration stuff. And then they were also sent these packages. And and stockpiling became super um, important because. Uh, during the war, uh, the Japanese military was like cutting off supply lines for food, right? And so, so having that um, source of food that could last for a while and, and easy to kind of cook up uh, was um, didn't need refrigeration was was good for soldiers, and so it just became popular amongst soldiers, and then that kind of bred uh, bled into being popular amongst all folks, and then we know now it's one of the most popular items to put in a balikbayan box, right? Oh, um, oh my. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and and that's how how partly how it came to be, and um, you know we're probably going to get into this a little bit later, but I think this is just one of the signs of of how um, of what Filipino food is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, what's beautiful or what's good and special about Filipino food is that it is adapting cultures, adapting the things that we get, resources, and um, and be able to kind of bring something uh, incredible uh, together. Um, even if it, even even if it's not native, even if it's um, coming from other cultures, right? We, in some sense, sometimes we call that fusion now, but that's that's because we're globalized, right? We're all, you know, we we've. But in another sense, you know, we think of what's iconic in other foods or countries, um, like like we think Italy, we think spaghetti, right? But but tomatoes aren't native to Italy. They're not. No. So they came over. Um, they came over from, where? Uh, from from America. Tomatoes. Um, yes. From so, America. So, yes, uh, from the Americas. Just kidding. Um, similar historical. So, fact. like you know, when we think about like okay, in the short history, it's only been um, you know four hundred years since we've had like spaghetti sauce or whatever it is, and then um, uh, similarly, uh, you know, potatoes. We think potatoes with Ireland and, and whatnot, but we know that, that they came from Peru, right? And um, so we, we did not know this. You didn't know this? No. <laughs> yeah, potatoes also are a um, and um, uh, you know coffee. Um, you know, tea. We th- these came from other places where they're associated in other parts of the world as as being like, okay, these are the iconic things. So when we think about something like corned beef, it's super iconic uh, in the Philippines um, because we used it, we learned it, we we, we adapted to be able to make it for our families, and we toss it with garlic fried rice, which is. Um, you know, another thing that we adapted, right? So mm-hmm. garlic, fr- so frying rice, we ad- adapted from uh, from uh, Chinese uh, immigrants' mm-hmm. uh, roots and stuff. So, yeah, so that's I. We'll talk about it probably in a little bit, but yeah. corned beef, I think, is iconic, or it's is so um, as much as it's not native, and people might argue that it's it's you know not um, a native food. For me, it it does capture something about you know the the Filipino 
kind of uh soul of cooking yeah. right? we'll take what people bring yeah and um and and we will we'll take what people have to share with us and we'll 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 make something good with it yeah well that reminds me and you're talking about fusion like i've heard some people say you know most if not all filipino food is fusion just because mm-hmm. there's so many influences and so many you know like at what point is something really indigenous you know and i think i mean obviously corned beef it's a pretty sure. you know obvious um that it's from somewhere else but i think a lot of the food you know is influenced a little bit from here a little bit from there a little bit from you know and, and putting a spin on it from what you know is also local and indigenous to whichever island and region you're you're at right totally and i mean and i think the other thing to keep in mind is that that um you know before um before uh western westerners came to the philippines they weren't necessarily a united culture right they mm-hmm. weren't there was no such thing as as filipinos or wasn't a thing as a cult um a common culture you mentioned the seven thousand islands earlier um you know it's uh you know they all have different uh different cultures different languages different ways of, of cooking you know those who are um in the, the culture of the shores you know did more seafood those kind of things and so, um, you know, as as the country developed, as culture developed, um, and we're, people are being uh, more united, then yeah, we started to see okay, these are some classic dishes, or these are some classic um, approaches. Uh, but but they were even even that. Um, you know, I've had these uh, discussions a, a lot with with my my cousins um, who are going to be on the next podcast episode. But you know, this notion that you know, in different parts of of the Philippines, you can have the same dish, but it's cooked differently. Mm-hmm. Right? Sinigang is different in other places, or adobo oh, is, is different in other different. parts of the Philippines, right? But but a lot of people just know the the one one type, right, of adobo. They just know um, just. Uh, uh, soy sauce and vinegar, yeah. you know, with bay leaf. Which is they like don't... totally not Cebuano. Like <laughs> that's right, right? So from your family, what's yeah. your, what's a what's a Cebuano style it's of like fried pork? Okay. <laughs> and, and then what's the noticed. what's the seasonings? Um, I don't know. My my whatever my dad puts in it. See, and you know that's what I was gonna say. Like with Filipino food, like obviously we're Filipino. I I grew up not knowing what the heck stuff was called. Because, like, we just ate it, you know? Like, I didn't know what, like, um, what the heck is soup called? Oh, my gosh. I don't, like, all the names of the different soups. I didn't know, like, I, I just knew they were, they were, we were eating some kind of soup, you know? It's so funny. We were, we were, um, we were talking about this uh, recently on somebody's stream, but, you know, there's this meme of, like, um, is it afritada? Is it machado? Is it menudo? Is it... <laughs> You know, um, and uh, so, um, you know, they all look the same or they all have very sim- a lot of similarities. But, but you know, just one little thing or different things can can um, uh, can. And every family has their own recipe. Every oh, kind of yeah. region has their versions. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, different types of lunganisa, different types of, uh, of pancit. Right. Yeah. Different desserts. We can get into all oh, that kind man. of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, but it, there is just a, a beauty in. And that that wherever you are, people are using what's given them, and they're making it their own, and, and that's part of what I like about Filipino food. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's just 
I just killed that corned beef. I think <laughs> kind of want some more. Right. That's okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep snacking. But go All ahead. Right, go. So I'm thinking, you know, intro to Filipino food. Let's just talk about some of our favorites. Um, you know, I mean, I, I couldn't. You know, if we were asked to pick a top, I don't think I could do that. I just there's so much good stuff. But maybe you know, mm-hmm. what's your favorite breakfast? Which they're all good. See, like they're all good. Um, <laughs> well, highlight you know, highlight one. You know, yeah. So, like on the soup episode, I mentioned Arascaldo. Mm. Like, that would be my breakfast soup. But, but if I had to go with any this, and um, I've been asked, you know, what would be your last meal? Would be it would be it would be some silog. Um, um, you know, whether that so silog is um, sinangag, which is um, garlic fried rice, and then log, which is itlog, which is an egg. And then some other meat, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick lunganisa and mm. pick Kabunatuan style lunganisa, my my um my family's hometown uh, lunganisa. What province and, is uh, that? Uh, Nueva Ecija. Oh, okay. The rice uh, granary of the Philippines. Go ahead. Uh, rice capital, but um. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, that's what I would go with breakfast. So many other great dishes, you know, um, fish or or whatnot, but um, lunganisa. Fried rice and an egg. Mm. Uh, With the little vinegar would, sauce on the side? Yeah, some vinegar, <laughs> some um, yes. tomatoes, yeah. salted egg. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so good. Um, like, yep, that would be mine. What would be yours? What would your your top well, actually, breakfast? You gotta pick I one. was thinking about this and I was like, well, it obviously would be com- some kind of siluk. But when I started to really think and I was like, okay, what would I eat? What was my favorite thing to eat? Like if when I was at home in Cebu. Like, oh. what if I came in, would I be like, yes, when it was on the table? And my favorite breakfast when I'm, like, back in the Philippines is budbud, which is the Sabano word for suman. Mm-hmm. Um, fresh mangoes. and what, What's suman for, for suman our non? Is, yeah. um, it's budbud. I don't <laughs> <laughs> know what it is. So it's basically, like, um, sweet rice flavored with, uh, well, it's cooked with coconut milk. Um, and then steamed in, wrapped in banana leaves. So it comes usually in a, it looks it's like a, I was going to package. Say, yeah. Like, it's kind of like a tamale. A nice little gift for you. <laughs> but not, oh, okay. you know, it's got, I was going with gift, yeah. like the image of gift, but, yeah. but, I, but, but the tamale I mean? it's, comparison it's works. something cooked, wrapped inside and steamed. Um, so we call that budbud in Cebu, but it's very traditional in Cebu to eat it with. And I don't know if it's, it's like this in other parts of the Philippines, but I know that in Cebu we eat it in the morning for breakfast with fresh mango and then some tablea, which is like hot chocolate cooked from like tablet, mm. the tablet chocolate. Oh, that's it. And if there's no tablea, I'll have some Ovaltine or some Copico, some kind of Filipino like sugary, sweet, thick drink. Oh, <laughs> Sound, Man, I want that, that right now. That sounds so good. Oh, that sounds so I good. I literally bought just, like rice to make um, to make suman when I was buying my corned beef at Seafood City. I was nice. like, we're just gonna have to pick this stuff up. I'm, I'm gonna sneak one more in, um, like pandesal, hot fresh pandesal. Oh and, yes, and, and like cheese. It was also like my go-to just breakfast and, and cheese. Like, cheese yeah. or like that Filipino really soft cheese. What is it called? Eden. 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 There it is. <laughs> I just posted that actually that, on my cousin's. Is that um, actually he, cheese? Like, it's cheese product. Uh, it's, it's probably processed <laughs> cheese or cheese product, yeah. But I just posted good. that. That's my favorite on my, my cousin uh, John's uh, Instagram. He was making um, some sourdough 
Pandesal, and he asked everybody what his what what our favorite toppings were, oh, and I said man. Eden cheese. Oh my gosh, you just thick slice a thick slice of of Eden cheese. Oh my gosh, you just reminded me. My dad, we used to put corned beef in Pandesal. So oh yeah, and that's oh, another reason why I like the dry corned beef because like if I don't eat it all with rice. Yeah, I can make it, but if it's the wet one, oh yeah, it's, no, it's harder to. No it becomes like a sloppy joe, no way. which isn't bad, but it's just like not as portable. Oh my gosh, that's so. Is Jollibee still making those? They used to Wait, make those. What corned beef sandwiches? Yeah, I did not know that. We're gonna have yeah. to. Do oh some man, we're gonna have to research. do some research. I had no idea. Oh man, that sounds yeah. so good though. Like super, super good. And if I don't, if I if I remember correctly, I think they also at one point were making corned beef. Uh, fried pies, like you know, the mango fried pies Excuse with corned me? beef inside of them. If, no, if my memory serves me correct, no. last time I was in the Philippines, I've, I ordered some. I'll have to look for the pictures, but with I think I'm almost crust, positive. Though. So that crust is like super yes. sweet, although well, probably not sugar put it on, but probably the same pastry? Batter, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. wild! Oh man, yeah. we'll look it up. All right, so that's breakfast. What about lunch? Lunch, um, yeah, it's like everything, right? <laughs> I know. I'm gonna go. Gosh, I, there's so many uh, favorite foods, and shout out to all of our folks who uh, answered on social media what your favorite Filipino foods are. We'll probably feature those. Oh man, um, but um, they had me so many good when foods. all that all the things listed. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go. For its simplicity and because um, uh, I like – it's, it's – oh, gosh, this is almost exactly like breakfast. But <laughs> I'm going to go – I'm going to go with – with because I'm thinking about what I'm going to do for dinner also. But anyway, so for break, uh, for lunch, I'm going to do um, rice and and uh, barbecue sticks, right? So um, pork, pork asado um, or um, – yeah. Why are you laughing? Because that's Why? what I put on my list. <laughs> totally? Well, so, nice. okay, so I put, because I'm thinking, okay, in Cebu, where my family lives, uh, our house is like a block away from the beach. So yeah, um, yeah. it was like super normal. Like before we'd hit the beach, we'd run over to like the little stands and we'd get, bar- we, I remember we'd call it barbecue on a stick. I don't know, like obviously. Uh, so barbecue on a stick. And then in Cebu, I don't know if they have this anywhere else. I haven't seen it anywhere else, but they have something called posot. And it's like, um, it's rice, but it's like woven into these little uh-huh. hanging, they call it hanging rice too in English, but it looks like a heart. Okay. So, and so um, it's like a portable rice thing. So you, we'd take a bunch of those and just like literally like throw them over our shoulders and hold them with the rice, you know, the rice sticks and the little plastic bag. Yeah. And then I also oh, put um, canilao. Which is I don't, oh yeah. yeah so like I we live right by the what kind of canilao uh, tuna tuna canilao so tuna canilao uh, uh, is is uh, like uh, kind of a Filipino style ceviche but they're obviously using different yeah um uh, curing yeah. preserving Usually, agents um, so we would cure ours with um calamansi which is like um mm-hmm. a Filipino lime orange mini it's a calamansi. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Citrus. Um, and um, vinegar, obviously, and then some like seaweed, mm-hmm. the little hot peppers. Oh, man. And then some red. Oh, my gosh. But like, that's like, you know, we live right by the beach. So we eat a lot of seafood, but a lot of like fresh fruits. And that was like our portable lunch when we were little. And we would just take that. Yeah, that's, that sounds. 
Oh man, they'd even put the little canela oh. in, a little, in a little plastic bag. Everything was in a plastic bag. That sounds. You know, even like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. That's a lot of plastic. The soda was in a plastic <laughs> bag. Yeah. Everything was in yeah. a plastic bag, and we'd go to um, beach and we'd eat that for lunch, and then we'd dig up hermit crabs, and that until like our lulas came home, to, you know, they went to the beach to tell us we had to come home because it's getting dark. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Barbecue steaks. Shout out to um, um, uh, Urban Picks. Uh, co-founder and and head guy uh rents arguelas his family the arguelas family they make amazing barbecue sticks Ooh, and so whenever they have parties like, i crave it and um you know uh i don't speak about like you know uh priest perks every now and again you know i don't too, <laughs> too often you know pre- priests don't get a lot of perk you know i don't want i don't like to abuse that but I, i'll abuse it there I'll, I'll take the generosity when the uncles are like oh father here, here's a whole plate of barbecue stick. And I don't have to wait in line. I I gladly accept the barbecue sticks. I'm sorry for anyone else who had to wait in line. That's one place that I'll um, always take the hookup. Um, There's something family's special barbecue sticks. about, like, the sauce on a Filipino barbecue stick, though. Like, you know, it's just... The, the sauce, the smoke. Oh, yeah, it's, it's great. Oh, my gosh. I just sent you a little picture there, the posot, so you could see it. It's, like, the, the best thing. You could... This is the best way uh-huh. to eat rice. Oh. Isn't that cool? It's kind of okay. like a little woven yeah, pouch. Yeah. And you could take... Oh, that is so cool. You could cool. take rice anywhere, and we would just eat those. Have you seen that here in the... No. Um, Philippines or here in the United I literally, States? I've never even really seen it outside of Cebu. Like, I don't know if uh-huh. they, have you seen that before in the Philippines? I have a friend. Well, we uh-huh. have a friend. Lynn is also for her family is also from Cebu. And she was asking me if I'd ever seen it anywhere outside of Cebu. And I was like, I don't think so, but it's so convenient. I wish I knew how to make that. That's from probably going to put that on my list. Cause we're traveling. It's okay. like the best thing ever. You know, they just like weave it up. Yeah. Well, we'll have to put that on social media so folks can see yeah. it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, I'm so hungry. Well, we're talking about lunch. I, I guess, I guess we should ask this question. What, what about, um, what's your take on, um, uh, or what's your go-to drink? You mentioned soda in a bag. Are you a Sarsi, uh, Royal, Royal, uh, Royal orange soda? Orange. Is that you? Royal, Royal true orange or green mango shake. Okay. You know, I really like Royal True, but um, I, I'm Sarsi. Like, how do, um, I like Sarsi. I don't know how to describe yeah. Sarsi. Like, okay, Royal True Orange is orange soda. It's not as, like, yeah. sharp on the carbonation, I feel. What is Sarsi? Sure. What is the – I like it. So Sarsi is, is sarsaparilla, so I that's why it's short. Sarsi is short for sarsaparilla. If you watch old Looney Tunes cartoons um, – Yosemite Sam, he would always drink sarsaparilla. Sorry, anyway, but sarsaparilla is just a root that they would make um, drinks out of. So, like, they made drinks out of ginger, right? Ginger beer, ginger ale. They also made so root beer usually has at least some sarsaparilla in it. It's called root beer. They're using sarsaparilla roots, um, but the one in the Philippines has a slightly distinct flavor because I think they're not using a lot of additives. They're using some, you know, I don't know where they get the sarsaparilla from. But so sarsaparilla is um, a plant. A root. A root. I'm pretty I'm sure. Oh so the only thing I know about yeah. sarsaparilla is that Stephanie Tanner in Full House lost the spelling bee because she could not spell sarsaparilla. <laughs> That's literally the only time yeah. I've ever heard that your word used in like real, yeah. real life. It's a tricky word, but uh, sarsi helps because sarsi <gasps> is spelled the same that, way as sarsaparilla. Is that why it's called sarsi? Yes, that's why it's called Sarsi. So she was, if she was Filipino, <laughs> she would have won because she would have knew that there was an R. She would have knew there was an R there. That's a so lot she she like, oh. Exactly. Sorry, Stephanie Tanner. 
Sorry, Stephanie Tanner. Sarsaparilla. Okay. I always, because like yeah. the closest thing I could compare it to was like Dr. Pepper, and I knew that wasn't right. Yeah, root beer is probably the yeah, closest, okay, but that it's definitely sense. got a more herbally flavor than root yeah, beer. Yeah, that's exactly herbally. Is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> it's got an herbal essence for the... <laughs> For all those oh, '90s shampoo aficionados, <laughs> herbal, herbal essence. Was, what um? Do you drink Sarsi here? Like, do you go and buy it at the at Seafood City? Do they sell uh, it? If I see it or at a Filipino restaurant, I'll get it. Oh yeah. my gosh! I like it. I love. I have Red Horse yeah. in my um in my fridge, like at all times. About time. to look it up. Can you've got Red Horse in your fridge oh, at all times? You just totally uh, jump tracks. Sorry, we're thinking about um, drinks. Like Red Horse is like you know a very iconic Filipino beer. Red Horse, extra yeah. strong. Nice. Um, so. I wonder if I can get Sarsi on Amazon or somewhere. I, oh, whoa, you can. Okay, no, I'll look at that later. You're gonna go down a rabbit hole. Some Sarsi. I, I was just will. at Seafood City, but I didn't. Right. I don't look for it, so maybe. I, oh man, now I want some Royal. Oh man, and then you know with the big bottles. The huge bottles, and then they—you got to bring the bottle back. That used to just like blow my mind. Well, the other thing was, I like going to the Philippines because growing up, my parents wouldn't buy a lot of soda for the house. Mm-hmm. But in the Philippines, when you went home to the Philippines, they would tell you us um, American-born folk, they would say, you know, don't drink the water; your stomachs aren't used to it. <laughs> just drink the soda. So when I was in the Philippines, I would drink way more soda than I drank here in the United States. So that's why I got it like a taste for Sarsi or a taste for Royal. Oh my god! Uh, true. That's so. so funny. Oh my gosh. Okay, we did breakfast, we did lunch, we did drinks, dinner. Um, dinner. I thought about this a lot, and you're gonna think this is cheating, um, but you we can look it up that this is <laughs> this is a is a classic dish combination. So mine is um, uh, uh, ginetang with uh, like so um, ginetang kalabasa, okay. right? So um, a little bit more savory squash cooked. Yes, so squash cooked with um, uh, uh, coconut milk, right? Um, but it's often paired as like together with lechon kowali. Wow, that's so I mean, it's like uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. So it's like you know the crispy lechon kowali. So lechon kowali is literally like pig roasted in um, a koale. With, um, the, so it's like not on a spit, but, uh, you know, fried in a, um, in a, uh, Man, a, in a pot. Yeah. 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 So it gets crispy and, and all that. So um, that's what that is. So pork belly done that way. And so, yeah, but paired with, uh, you know, rice and, and vegetables together, it's kind of like a dish. So you get like all the wonderful things about Filipino culture, um, different types of foods and textures all in one one meal together for dinner. So that's what mm-hmm. I said for for dinner meal. Ginatang um, calabasa with lechon kowale and rice. That's my dinner meal. Oh, my gosh. It's my go-to. I mean, it's my favorite. see, in my mind, I was like, obviously, like, subu lechon, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, I mean, that's like an obvious. Of course, I would eat, like, subu lechon for any sure. meal of the day. Um. But you know what I was thinking? I was like, okay, when I go to the Philippines, this is me in my mind. I'm like walking through Cebu. What am I, what am I asking for when I'm there? So like specialties, you know, and something I love is caldereta kambing. Kambing is um, goat. Oh my gosh. So like caldereta is like a stew. It's like tomato-y. 
so it's like a red sauce, but there's like peppers in it. And um, well, I don't know if there's peppers, but yeah, there's usually like peppers and tomatoes, but it like takes hours mm-hmm. to cook. And there's, sometimes there's olives in it, which I don't eat if you've been following along. But I remember my uncle, Bobby, makes it. And I asked him to make it. And he, he like, I told him, I want to watch you bake it. And so, like, I remember he came over. I was like, you didn't have to make, did you really have to make this at, like, 5 in the morning, though? Um, <laughs> on vacation. But, like, just, like, the process. Because I love, I don't know. There's something about goat. Like, I don't always eat goat, obviously. But there's something about the way that it's cooked in Caldereta that like makes it really mm-hmm. tender and it is a bit more of a fragrant meat than others. Yeah. I just oh man. That's I, I love that stew. That's something when I go to school yeah, I that, want, like I'll ask for. That, that's a good call. I mean some very close seconds for me would be uh Karekare and Dinagoan. Mm. Um, I'm just gonna toss those in there. Um, do you like bolalo? Uh, lots of our. Lots... Uh, do you guys have bolalo? It's like a soup. The soup. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, with uh, bone marrow. Yeah, that's um, oh man, I like that too. Yeah, that's good. Um, like so, so many, so many good foods. Uh, shout out to, to you know, I'm thinking about what some of our listeners said. Lumpia, you know, that's totally up there. Pancit. Um, yeah, those are some some good ones. Um, have you had uh, what else? Humba. Do you know what humba is? I've heard oh of it, but I don't know if I've ever had it. it. My dad makes the best. It's okay. So homba is almost like the closest thing in Cebu to like an adobo, except it's like ridiculously more fatty. I, oh, okay. oh man, but it's like oh my gosh, we got to get you some some homba. It's it's all right. It's, we'll, we'll check it oh out. Oh my gosh, I'm having like a seizure right now i can't like <laughs> just thinking about <gasps> i'm gonna have to request some food for my dad Homebots, you add that to my dinner list with rice there you go oh my gosh okay what about dessert oh yeah dessert's such a tough one because there's so many good ones and there's lots that are, are super different um i I was thinking about a lot of different ones, but I kept coming back to to one that, um, you know, I would probably um, uh, eat anytime, and that's um, uh, mais con hielo, uh, which is just basically <laughs> sweet sweet corn ice and like condensed milk, and and just so. Um, I I mean, I I grew up on in the summers asking my grandma to make it for me or my um my you know. Um, which is not hard to make. I guess I could probably just have made it myself, opened up a can and condensed milk ice. But, but my is just, uh, just one of my favorites, but there's so many like more other, like uh, my, my aunt's Letterflan is phenomenal and I crave that all the time. Um, and, um, yeah, so many other things, Sansrual, um, Halo Halo. I feel like know, I haven't these... heard of what that is. What is it? San who? San Cervado? What that is? Oh, what are you? I, it, I think I keep saying you're. I keep thinking you're saying San Cheval, and I'm like Saint Horse. Cheval is horse. No, I don't know what the word means. I'll What's have to look at it. What word you're saying? San Cerval. Oh, like, so S A N S. San Cerval is like without without competition, right? Like without a rival. Oh, San Cerval. Yeah, that, I didn't even think about that. That's my first time ever. Like French, right? Yeah, San Cerval without. Wow. Oh, and so it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of this layered wafer cake with butter and nuts and, 
and all that stuff. I think it's it can be made. Oh, with, I just um, looked that uh, up. Is there cashews in it? Yeah, yeah, Ooh. cashews. I think is what it's traditionally, but but other folks will do other oh, things. Oh, I have so, this. Um, yeah, you can. Um, there's also silvanas, which is similar, but they're not usually in a layered cake, but same kind of um, style of and flavors. Buttercream, lots of really good, tasty buttercream, and so. All right, there's a lot of mines. What, oh, what are your, what's yours? Okay, Ginatang Bilo with extra jackfruit. Oh, my gosh. So we had a huge lanka tree, tree like outside uh-huh. of my room on the farm. And I didn't know what uh-huh. the heck that tree was. Like, <laughs> but it, like, I just remember the fruit. And I knew it was like lanka. And I didn't realize like that lanka was jackfruit until later on in my yeah. life. But like we would just scoop the jackfruit and like eat it right out of the fruit. Or right, yeah, like right uh-huh. out of the fruit. So like, I have like a real big connection to jackfruit. So every time I order it from anywhere, I I like want extra jackfruit. But I just like the like you know when yeah. you eat it warm, and it's like soupy, yeah. but then you get like the little gelatinous. <laughs> ah! I was just gonna uh, I was gonna ask you if you if you like it warm. I I'm a big fan of ginatang bilo bilo also, and uh, but. You know, if as you may have heard on on this podcast or otherwise, I don't like things super hot, or I don't like That's things right. you know, like I like things warm, like warm chocolate. Yeah. Ginetang bilo bilo is like the perfect example of like something that is perfect when it's warm. Yeah, right? like, you don't I, want it like, like not super hot. hot. Like yeah, you don't want it like coffee. Yeah. You want it like warm. Oh so, man, yeah. yeah. So ginetang bilo bilo. That's that's a good. Um, Can I ask you one thing about um um about jackfruit? Are you a um are you a team jackfruit for um your turon? Right, so a slice of jackfruit with your banana in your toron. But yeah, I don't like toron without nice. jackfruit. How about jackfruit in an Oreo between two wafer cookies? Chocolate wafer cookie? No. I am, but I couldn't resist. You said it anything. I would. You said it anything. I jackfruit. I mean, I mean, gosh. Ugh. There was something about like the fruits. Oh, we should probably do that too after we do dessert. But see, like fruits are like probably. Uh-huh top in my like like what i would eat for sweets like when i'm in the philippines like i'll especially being on a farm like you know there's yeah, jackfruit yeah. out of our window like mangosteen have you had a mangosteen yeah 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 they really need good. to stop i don't know what god was doing with that i i am convinced <laughs> that the fall of man was over a mangosteen i've it, it mangosteen. been a mangosteen because that's the only reason it was too tempting that, there's this it was too tempting. reason this happened would be over if there was any fruit because i'm like an apple no way no one would have risked salvation for an apple you know paradise yeah. right they wouldn't give up paradise for, for an apple. apple for a mango seed you, you know i mean <laughs> i love mangoes um yeah maybe maybe i i mean i i'm a huge i like filipino fruits also or tropical fruits and and all that but i i think if i were to pick one i mean a, a, a mango just it's just perfect like fresh mango it's yeah. i mean that would um although i'm a big fan of um buko out of um uh of just a uh, buko juice just straight up they just cut it put a straw in there Oh man! Uh, coconut juice for those who um, so, um, and then you get to eat a little bit of the the young coconut yes. on oh, the um, yeah the jelly. Once you chop it open, you ready to drink it all, and then you eat the jelly with a spoon. Oh, oh yep. my god! Ooh, <laughs> I'm gonna die. Oh, you know what I like too? Rambutan. Oh man, 
love me some rambutan nice, nice. just like a lychee but not a lychee yeah, i don't really yeah. know what anything is oh man now i want to go fruit shopping they had frozen mango steam at uh, seafood city but i was like no <laughs> couldn't do it they get them fresh every now and again i don't know how I they know, I see every them every now and again every but... time i've had them fresh like when i checked them they were done it's like a mango steam you know it's like not oh, good okay. before if you can't if it's hard you can't pierce the skin yeah, anymore. Yeah. But they had some jackfruit and I almost bought it, but I didn't. I might just go back. <laughs> You're gonna carry that giant that you make, <laughs> like, what make your I kids carry that I giant fruit. It just looks like a boulder. <laughs> right. Oh man. Oh, you know what? Another um dessert I like is um what is this? Anything with like pandan in it. Buko pandan. Yeah. Oh uh, yes. I'm a pandan um, flavored uh, fan too. Um, so, pandan. I getting to like the dessert drinks you mentioned. Getting bilo bilo. I'm 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 a big sago fan also. Ooh, um, okay. More than probably rice or other things, sago is probably the one of the major reasons that I have. Um, you know, I'm pre-diabetic, so um, <laughs> also genetics also. But um, but no, like I I would go to parties and have like you know six red solo cups worth of, of that's a lot and, uh, <laughs> yeah I know I know that's so sweet um, my A1Cs are still I mean, recovering you can really drink uh, that many that's so crazy as a kid yeah well I mean run, you run it off right as a kid oh my and, god so, but yeah I would try Oh, man. Um, well, another one that I really like, which I don't know if it's, I think it's specific to Cebu, but it's called Ampau. And it's like, no, I don't know. Yeah, that it's one. like a yeah. snack, it's kind of desserty, but it's like rice, kind of like a rice crispy, but there's peanuts in it. So it's like, it's a really nutty flavor, but then there's like a syrup, like a calamansi sugar syrup. Oh, oh, this is horrible. Why are we? Man, you had all these items, you're going you're gonna to have to. You're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to do a share with We're gonna me. have to do a Cebu food tour. Cause see, that's how I feel when I go to like Manila or like if I go to like some of my friends' house from like Ilocano or whatever. Like I'm not familiar with a lot of the different foods, and I think that's what's cool about Filipino food is like it really is just so diverse depending on where you are. Cause it's like a whole other island can be basically like a whole other world. Totally, totally. So it's like the church. We are one body, <laughs> right? And, uh, oh, we are many parts there you go right and so just to see like we're many parts and um you know all the parts act differently but all part of the same beautiful Ooh. body expressed through food there you go there you go any other foods you want to highlight man there's so many what did i not mention so um uh, crispy pata Ooh, I, I was I, thinking I, that I, too i'd have to um, so that's crispy um, uh, pig's foot. Um, so that's super good. I once had, um, you know, it was kind of like fancy, but it was, um, but I had a boneless crispy pata once um, where they just basically, they cooked it on the bone. All they did was they cooked it on the bone and then they removed the bone for you, which is kind of sad because gnawing yeah, on the bone is probably the best part. part of the experience is chewing. But, but it was a lot easier because they, you know, they took the bone, bone out. Wow. So. Do you think they can do that um, with chicken wings? So I don't know if you know this about me, but I don't like the whole the bone and the chicken. I don't like bone and chicken wings. Well, you can just just ask somebody to debone them after you, uh-huh. so you you can still get the flavor, the yeah. flavor, good flavor. Like crispy pata. Oh, okay. Well, if they can do it for a crispy pata, they can do it with the chicken wings. 
Wow, that's a great man. Strip the bone out. We're not talking about taking another part of the. We're not talking about taking another part of the. Uh, the um, preempting a um, conversation here. We're not talking about taking another part of the chicken and calling it a wing. No. No. Oh man. Yeah, just there's so many good foods. I mean, we're gonna cover a lot of that this month, yeah. so I'm excited. Oh I'm man, so yeah. I can't, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think any other. I mean, we 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 didn't touch most most of the soups, soup, right? But we touched soup them in our world soup is soup unparalleled. Soup. <laughs> <laughs> there's just so many soups and so many options. Check out our soup episode if you want us oh to want to hear gosh, about some Filipino like soups. Breakfast soups, or sweet soups, or sour soups, or spicy soups. There's soup with all kinds of stuff in it. There's soup that's really plain with fish. With oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Soup influenced by the French, Wait, soup influenced by the Philippine Spanish. That just sells soup, um, like all the kinds of Filipino soup, like soup plantation, but like a Filipino version. I, I don't. Wait, I can't think of one to get on that. That oh my gosh, with unlimited rice, can you imagine? You just keep ordering different. Yeah, only rice. What would you call it? I don't know. Um. <laughs> The Sinigang. <laughs> You've been waiting. That's your first pun of the day. <laughs> um, I, th- I mean, I, I know people who call themselves oh, the Sinigang. Sinigang. Um, so I didn't grow up eating Sinigang, by the way. I think that like shocks people. We were more yeah. of a. Um, All right. but you know it. Oh now. yeah. No, you like um, I have a lot of cousins who like you know um, they're they were raised in um. Luzon, so they they eat a lot of that stuff. So okay. now that's like become part okay. of what our family eats. But in my house, because my, Are you my mom is from Cebu, my dad's from Mindanao. Like we were mostly beside Mindanao foods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you a now that you know Sinigang though? Uh, are you a sour uh, Sinigang or mild Sinigang super person? Do you like it super sour? sour or you like it? More? Yeah. yeah, me too. I'm super sour Spicy as well. Too. I'm gonna drop some sour patch kids in there. <laughs> I, that that's that's me. Oh, hey, uh, as sour as you can I'm get it. That. Oh man. Okay, so any Filipino food you do not like? Uh um, don't care for? Uh, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of, of uh pinakbet. I just don't like bitter melon. Ooh, um, same. And so um and so uh but um, yeah, so that's probably the, the first one that comes to mind that I'm not a huge fan of. There are other um, Filipino foods uh, that I really didn't like as a kid, but I really like now. Like um, so, um, so like bagoong or burrok with your karakare, I really like it now. Um, but I used to be grossed out as it uh, by as a kid. Um, uh, tortang talong, um, so like uh, um, an omelet of uh, eggplant. Um, so I, I used to not like that, but I really like that now. So, um, yeah, uh, the only one I can think of is, is bitter melon or anything cooked with oh, bitter melon. Yeah. Uh, that Cause not, what is it? Like, do, they do, about, that, like, do you do that ampalaya that's like with bagoong mixed into it? You guys do that? Um, yeah. Um, um, I mean, I don't like bitter melon, like in anything. And then, uh, yeah, like, so, yeah, anything. Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm not a huge fan. I'm sure I'll eventually be one of the aunties that tells people it's good for the health. That's all my, my, all my uncles are in that stage right now. If I eat ampalaya, bitter melon, it will prevent me from getting every disease that is not, that I'm genetically 
destined to have. But anyway, um, <laughs> you don't wait. Yeah, they sell that um, Balaya pills, right? They have the bitter melon God, pills you can get. Wait, you you said you. Oh wait, you like torta tolom now? You d- didn't like when you were like I do younger. now. Yeah. So, oh man, yeah, I have yeah, a funny yeah. story about torta tolom. So when we were little, I remember when when we were in the Philippines, one of um they had made torta tolom for um for like lunch, and so they'd always like call us in from outside when lunch came. We didn't know what the heck it was. I just uh-huh. remember this conversation. It was like me and my brothers and my cousins, and we were like. And we thought, okay, so like, I don't know how you guys make it, but in mm-hmm. Cebu, a lot of the times it's like the talong stays whole. So talong is um, eggplant. eggplant. It stays whole. It's kind of like coated with the omelet around it. Okay. Is that how you eat it? Or no? Well, okay, not so whole, <laughs> but you slice it so that you like. So well, that yeah, you can, but it. But it's still yeah. with the stem, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we were trying to figure out. And then, so we thought it was like a bird. I remember having this cold summer because it looked the stem. We were like, oh, my gosh, it's like some kind of bird that they just like flattened because we thought the stem looks like a beak. Yeah. Yeah. And it like and then, you know, how the rest is kind of like yellow. And we were like, did they just like smash a chicken or like, what the heck is that? It's a bird. And then it was not a bird. Yes. It was an egg. Um, but <laughs> that's what I think you know yeah. strangely enough I'll share the story I, I used to not like tortan, uh, talong, but um, I um, what got me to try it again kind of a circuitous route was um, the first time I had um, um, eggplant parmigiana right which is an Italian dish okay. mm-hmm. um, and I really liked it and I, so I said well there's a similar dish in the Philippines right battered and fried or battered and cooked um uh, eggplant. Uh, I want to yeah. give it a second second chance, and so I gave it a second chance, and you know, I, I liked it. So, wow! Anyone out there? Anyone out there that you know didn't like stuff as a kid? Maybe give something a second chance. CC, oh. give savory waffles a chance. You know, we're, we're, we got that lined up. We're, we're working gonna, on we're that. Gonna okay, I'm going to give Lucky Charms another chance, also for for yeah, the record. There we go. We're just trying everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I mean, for the most part, I feel like I'll try anything there's nothing i would say that like i just can't or like i can't stand or i won't eat i mean like oh, even being one i love oh well olives but i mean in filipino food, oh in thank filipino. god we don't okay, really yes. thank god we don't really have a lot of olives in filipino food then we'd have a problem <laughs> but yeah no it's just all it's all so good I feel what? like when I was little, I didn't like bubble either because I was like, what sure. is this? Like it smells and mm-hmm. it's like sure, bright sure, pink, sure. which I didn't know. There's like bubble that isn't bright pink. Yeah. You know, like yeah. make it. Yeah. Well, you, have to make <laughs> it. you don't buy it from a jar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's super good. Yeah, yeah. I'll like eat it by itself. Like that's how much I like it. But I, I didn't. Yeah, I don't like the ones from the jar because they're a little too soupy. Um, yeah, the texture's weird. Yeah, but I like the homemade one that's you know a little sticky and thick and yeah. Yes. Um, Gravy almost or like yeah. yeah. Oh man. Man. Um, oh my gosh, I'm hungry now. I'm like, <laughs> is there any Filipino restaurant nearby that is door dashing at nine fifty three on Saturday night? Probably not. Well, I mean, we've talked a lot about Filipino food, and I think we would agree we love. Apparently, we really love Filipino food. I've yeah, just been yeah. waiting so long to talk about it. What What would you say? You know, the famine-fed question: What's good, true, and beautiful? What's spiritual about eating Filipino food? 
Yeah, I, I mean, we talked a little bit about it already. So, or one of the things I wanted to mention was the the, the fact that we can take whatever and then make something um, more beautiful with it, or, or or whatever ingredients we have, we can do some cool things with them. Um, you know, that's very, um, you know, Christ-like in in a, a mir- miracle sense, but also just this notion that okay, you know, uh, what what in a, in in an American sense, we will often say, okay, when life gives you lemons, um, make lemonade, right? But but um, hmm. Like with the Philippines, if life gives you canned corned beef, you you give uh, you add some onions and garlic and fried rice and an egg, and you make something amazing out of it. And and I think that's the the story of like so much about you know uh, our, our faith, right? We we the, like death um, has no victory. Like you take something like death and it turns into something far more marvelous, or our Lord turning water into wine, or or what we oh. celebrate at Mass, like bread and wine being turned into um, the body and blood of our Lord, wow. like. Uh, yes, food isn't uh, like that necessarily, but there is, um, you know, when we think about what we can do, amazing things that chefs are doing now with Filipino food and some of the creativity that they're doing, mixing all these different influences. That's one thing. That's definitely one thing. Um, taking, um, and we see it in other cultures, but but I think for Filipino food, I, I definitely see it. It resonates with me. Taking simple ingredients and doing something um, like amazing with it. It's It's beautiful to see. Um, that's one thing. The other thing is, is communal, um, communal eating, communal, um, kind of sharing, um, you know, lots of the meals are meant to, to, um, uh, be shared together or you, you know, you don't just have a, a lechon and that's yours, right? You, you, you share the lechon with other people. <laughs> or, Wait, you don't, you don't? <clears throat> um, <laughs> yeah. This is my whole lechon. <laughs> But um, uh, yeah, or like a, a crispy pata. Even you're, you're a whole, you don't get a whole crispy pata. You usually have to share it, or like you know, mm-hmm. we uh, 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 whole chicken, roasted chicken. You know, so the communal aspect of it. And we'll be talking about that in our um, next episode uh, when we talk about uh, kamayan and brutal fights with some members of my family. We're gonna talk about the communal aspect there. So that's definitely another thing that I, I really um, I think is is beautiful about uh, Filipino food. Um, yeah, that, that's what I got for now. What about you? Well, you know, I was thinking with Filipino food, one uh, one of the words that came to mind was abundance. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, so I remember, this is kind of anecdotal, but I remember I was in living in Honduras and um, a family member had passed away here in the U.S. So I was, um, you know, keeping up with it on Facebook, like what was going on. And so I remember showing pictures to some of my housemates of, you know, the um, one of the Navina nights. Uh-huh. And, you know, there's like food everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> and the I, table I remember, spread, right? <laughs> table spread, you know, and then they're like, that's un velorio, you know, which is like a, a vigil or whatever. They're like, that's a, a Navina vigil? Like, all I see is like a table full of food and then another table full of cakes and desserts. And desserts, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know? And I remember them being like, what? Because, you know, in, in Honduras, they do the nine day divina, but they'll serve something small, you know, like a, yeah, like sure. a bread and coffee. They're not going, you know, and, and so I just remember that. And then they were like talking about it until like for, they would bring that up because it was such like an odd thing to them. Like mm-hmm. that there was just so much food. And, and I, I think that's something that I love about being, you know, it's like, even when there's not enough, there's always enough, if that makes any sense, you know, because it's yeah, like, yeah. there's enough for everyone. And, you know, the 
it's the generosity and abundance, um, even amidst and juxtaposed with, you know, poverty and, um, and like difficulty in that way. I think that's something beautiful about Filipino food. Um, like the culture of eating and expressing love through food, I think is something that's just so, you know, part, part of our culture. Yeah. I the, would the, say also, the sharing thing, right? Like that, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter how, how little your family has, there's always room at the table or the, or even it, you know, um, the, we've talked about this as a possible episode to do, but the notion of, um, did you eat yet? Right. Mm -hmm. Like when you go into somebody's home, um, and, uh, they ask you, um, right. Have you eaten yet? Um, that aspect of the culture, not necessarily the food, but the culture part of that of like, okay, um, we want to meet people's basic needs when they, when they, when they come to the door. Right. Yeah. That's definitely something to be cherished. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's, the, like when we talk about like diversity, I mean, that's something, you know, we, we already touched on this a bit, but like with, with Philippines, it's like people hear the Philippines and they think it's like, you know, uh, one, one cult, you know, very yeah, like yeah. monocultural, but it's like, there's so many different ways to do things. And mm-hmm. like, and, and I, I, that's partly why I have difficulty saying like, I have a favorite thing. Cause like everything is just so different. It's not about like, I can't pick a favorite thing. I want it all. <laughs> like, sure, I want sure. the spread. I wouldn't want to just eat one of these and I think that speaks to kind of just like the diversity like the invention of like the body of Christ and how everything's different everybody brings something different um but like I want the whole spread I feel like that's sure. how I feel at church you know like I want the whole spread I want everybody here I want everybody's flavors so um do you, do you not feel complete like if you're going to a family party a Filipino party and you you haven't tried every dish do you like have that like thing like okay round two I'm gonna make sure I get this this and this and then round three I'm gonna make sure I get this and this and this so you, you oh, at least yeah. oh like, yeah well and then I, I have my strategies I don't know if you're like this but sure. I usually go in my first plate is always my like top hits because I want to make sure I get those because I know they're going to go away really quick, you know, so I'll get the rice, I'll get the bunsit, I'll get the lumpia, kind of what I, I like to call the safe foods, especially sure. if there's non-Filipinos around, that's what's going to go first. So I try to get those in because I know I want it, but I know that other people are probably going to only eat those things because the other stuff might look weird. So I go in and get those. And then I do another round of kind of more adventurous type things, maybe a little bit more heavy, some of the stews, like the uh-huh. kare is things that I want but I know we'll pro- there'll still be some more of those. And then I take a fruit and lighter dessert break in between that meal. So I'll have like, if there's mango out or if there's ginata on, if there, you know, something light, but more refreshing, even if there's a fruit salad, you know, the mm. fruit salad, the Filipino fruit salad. Yeah, what yeah. Is, I was going to say with mayonnaise, it's not no, mayonnaise. Cool whip. Cool whip. There we go. Or, you know, something or, um, like that. Yeah. I'll have that in between and then I'll go again. So like, this is my strategies. This is how you make sure you get everything. You got it, you know, because you could totally be like, oh, I have lumpia later. No, you won't because everybody's going to have lumpia. (laughs) You do not have lumpia later. You get at least, you know, whatever you need because it's going to be gone. There's some people who are going to come to the party and don't know what pinaka is. They're going to use lumpia. Yeah. yeah. You got to get first. My, my strategy is pretty similar. You know, I, I go in, I get one full plate of barbecue um, on a stick. And, <laughs> and Are you a double plater? You strike me as a two plater. I don't know if, if I'm supposed to be a, a, offended by that. <laughs> well, I'm just 
saying if you have a plate full of barbecue, where are you gonna I'm get? I'm just kidding. Milk? I don't. I don't. I'm not. I don't start that always. Only at only at the Argrella's house. Um, no. Um, I, I I have a similar strategy, but but you know. I'm okay with letting go some of the classics. You know, if I don't get lumpia, that's okay. So I usually play, I do like each course is like things that, that go well together or similar mm-hmm. and um, don't conflict. So I'm usually filling up a plate with like, okay, your base, your rice. Maybe I won't do punsit this round. I'll do punsit the next round. So I'll do rice. I'll do like dinaguan. Um, and then what goes good with that? Like something crispy and crunchy, like um, mm-hmm. a lechon or chicharron or, um, or fried uh, diles, right? All, all this. So, and then I'm filling up the plate that way for the first round. All these things that mix together, and then I'll have another round. Maybe I'm doing um, pancit, maybe some more of the finger foods because that work well together, right? Mm-hmm. So, if I get a lumpia, that yeah. go around or or a barbecue stick, and then I'll do similar. Uh, take a dessert plate. I um, yeah. I'm like a yeah. I, I do like three bowls for desserts, and you're just trying to get okay. Here's the soft ones. <laughs> Here are the rice. <laughs> Base desserts and then and then my um, three cups of sago. <laughs> and then uh, I mean I like sago, but like not I mean not three cups worth. Yeah, I said six earlier. It's so <laughs> sweet. Three is like, the first round. Three is the first round. Oh goodness. Oh my gosh! I just had an idea. We need to have like a rice episode, like how like just on rice. Just and are rice. we just doing Filipino rice and no, I desserts? Think just like all kinds of rice. Oh man, paella. Well, because like right, yeah, risotto. Paella, you've got like Spanish rice. You've got risotto. Risotto. You've got, you've got red you know, beans and rice. Red beans and rice. Sticky, okay. sticky rice and mangoes. You've yeah. got bico. Oh man, just rice. We'll do it. We'll do it. Oh, we gotta do it. Just had that idea. I love rice. Those love Quaker. Rice. Those Quaker rice. Crackers. I don't even know. Oh, I'll eat those too. They come in flavors. <laughs> nice. I love those. Oh my gosh. Now I'm just hungry. Is that weird? Now I'm just I'm just gonna I, hit up DoorDash and see what I can find. Now. I'm just, what do I have? Make more corned beef oh, and I have, eggs. I know. Well, I have sabucharizo, which oh, Ooh. you haven't had ill sabucharizo. I would take that go. over lock any day. Ask that it. Okay. Ask that All right. It. Oh man, we need to just have a Salug episode. Let's do it. We need every episode. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Did we just turn this into a Filipino food podcast? Because <laughs> <laughs> we have to do so much. We're never going to get out of Filipino food month. It's going to be Filipino food here. Yeah. <laughs> now we're just eating. Um, yeah, now we're just recording daily life every meal. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh man. Well, it's going to be an exciting month. I know we have, um, we have an episode with your cousins that you mentioned mm-hmm. coming up where we're going to talk about Kamayan. We've got some foodie Fridays lined up as well. Yeah. I think we've got the dates for that. Right. So, Ooh, uh, yes. so the 16th for a snack and dessert one. And then yes. uh, the 30th for a, um, kind of uh, more meal stuff. Maybe we'll do a Jolly Bee on that episode also. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah. So uh, check out the social for that stuff, and um, and uh, we'll be doing other different polls. We've seen um, people respond. Um, you know, surprisingly, we didn't even talk about this. Maybe we'll save it for another stream. But uh, we did the poll about raisins in your empanada, and uh, most people are neutral. Um, some people didn't like raisins in their empanadas. Some people. Um, 
some people um, enjoyed raisins in their empanada. And then uh, quite a few people were in the middle. So anyway. <laughs> Do you want to tell them how I voted? <laughs> yeah, I, I was shocked because uh, so so Cece on other episodes of this podcast, as you may know, really likes raisins. She likes raisin bran, top tier cereal for her. She's talked about, you know, her, her joy for raisins. And then she said, ew, gross, raisins in the empanada. So um, I was shocked. But You know, some people put raisins in their lumpia. I have never had that before. Well, I have been to places and parties where there was raisins in the lumpia. Wow. I've seen so, raisins in like... Um, I think it's similar to like an empanada, like the concept of throwing Yeah, I guess so. I mean, there. it's a wrapped meat dish yeah. with something fruity. Anyway, uh, we'll leave it there, I guess. I don't know. Do you have any other questions for me? Well, no, I'm just laughing because I'm like, add that to the list of weird CC food rules. You know. Uh, <laughs> things, uh, things that I say that I like or that I don't like, and I actually contradict myself an episode later. <laughs> you know? You said it, not me. I sure did. I sure did. It's okay. I still don't understand myself either. All right. Well, this was totally fun. fun. Super excited Filipino for the food. month ahead. Yeah, Filipino food. Check us out over the next month. If you have any suggestions of more things we could do for Filipino Food Month, shoot us a DM or an email at whatever our email is. Uh, Famonefed at urbanpicks.com. That's urbanpicks with a Y. You mentioned gaming for for, um, uh, topics, but but uh, ideas and everything. But but I, uh, I think we wanted to invite... we. Do we want to invite folks on too for the those oh um, Foodie gosh. Fridays? Yes, yeah, so let us know if you want to eat some snacks or eat some Jollibee or if you want to send a video clip in that we can look at you eating Filipino food or any of that stuff. Let us know if you want to be, be on, on any of that stuff too. Yeah, and we're going to have that up on social too if you want to drop your handle in there when that comes up on social. We're doing a Twitch stream or a... Yeah, I think it'll be available both on Twitch and YouTube. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, okay. yeah. Keep an eye out. All right. Well, Filipino Food Month, we're here. Celebrate with us. Come to the table. Stay fed, fam. Fam and Fed is a production of Urban Picks, all things to all. You can find all of our content on our website, www.urbanpicks.com slash famandfed. Please like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to contact us, send us an email at famandfed at urbanpicks.com or leave us a comment on the Urban Picks website. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.